This is the Church Planting Podcast, brought to you by the Broadcast Network. Broadcast exists to support, train and encourage church planters. For more information about who we are or about the training that we offer, please visit our website at www.thebroadcastnetwork.org. Hello and welcome to episode 57 of the Broadcast Church Planting Podcast. In January, on broadcast, we're talking all about how to develop new leaders. And I recently had the opportunity to catch up with Colin Barron to talk about how to make space for new leaders to come through. In our first hangout of the new year, we've got Dave and Emily Williams, who are two of those leaders that Colin has made the space for. And we'll talk to them about this experience from their point of view. That will happen on Thursday the 19th of January at 7.30pm UK time and you can find out all about it at www.thebroadcastnetwork.org. For the full notes on everything that Colin's talking about in this interview, you can visit www.thebroadcastnetwork.org slash episode 57. So here is Colin Barron. So as you know, this month on broadcast, we're talking about how we develop new leaders. And you've developed a lot of leaders, you do it with people at quite a young age. So can you talk about one of the challenges that you find comes up a lot as you're developing leaders? Okay, I guess one of the big challenges is making space, and uh, that can come in various forms. I mean, one is literally is their opportunity like to preach so is there actually opportunity there I think the other uh, one or another one is a kind of peer pressure what do I mean by that I mean in the in the gospels we see um, quite a bit of tension sometimes with the apostles um, thinking who's the greatest and uh, so there's not a lot of narrative there but you do get that actually in the background it looked like there probably was a little bit of ambition and uh, wondering who's going to actually be on his left and right hand um, and then we I mean we see also um, that some people can come into the church with history and some young guys and old as well um, can have some history which actually means that just the general membership of the church um, struggles to give them space to, uh, to minister because they're a bit nervous um, that happened when Paul went back to Jerusalem. Yeah. That uh, the congregation there were very nervous for, for very good reasons. Yeah. It's interesting to see with those disciples of Jesus that you talked about that, despite the ambition that was so clearly there, they were still getting their opportunities. Um, how, how do you walk through that side of it? So giving people um, that space to lead, even when there are, are things there in their character that are, are less than perfect, let's say. Okay. It's, uh, I mean, I can't uh, uh, overread the way Jesus led them, <laughs> but uh, um, looking at the way that, first of all, he knew it was there because he challenged it sometime um, and said, look, if you want to be the greatest then you're going to have to be the least. So he, he understood that they were embarrassed at certain points. Uh, what it did 
I do though, and we can see this, it didn't stop him making decisions. So even though knowing that there was this kind of rivalry that uh, was going on, he still chose uh, Peter, James and John to go up the mountain with him. He still was able to, uh, again, make space for them to actually do something different to the others. Um, And I think sometimes as leaders, um, when we're caught with these kind of... Things that are happening and we think, well, if we actually make space, we're actually going to have to deal with uh, other people who feel like it's not fair. I mean, with the other nine, I would guess, were feeling quite put out, when they, especially when they came down the mountain and said, we've now just seen, is it Moses and Elijah? <laughs> you know, there was dealing with... Uh, just that kind of um, I call it uh, peer pressure yeah. um, I, I don't want to say rivalry because that's an over that's too big an emotive statement but in a sense you know as soon as you choose somebody to do something yeah. uh, you're actually going to manage somebody else's expectations yes. and disappointments sometimes so what are the ways that we can do that and with those people who haven't been given an opportunity that maybe they want it because somebody else has taken on that that role that opportunity what do you say to them what do you do with those people um, to keep them uh, optimistic to keep them engaged with with what you're doing and maybe to have them ready to have a go in the future yeah I think it's spending time with them but I think first of all it's not allowing those sort of situations to block mm-hmm. uh, you're giving people um, more opportunities sometimes than others because that's what I think a lot of churches that I go into um, that there isn't this kind of leadership movement in terms of people coming through and it, because the senior leaders are a little nervous about creating these problems yeah. so part of I think first I would say is it, it, to bring people through is going to create problems. <laughs> and so that's just just a, a done deal. I think then understanding that you've got to spend time with everybody. So it's a, it's a very time-demanding thing, this. And yeah. so sometimes some people need an arm around them. Sometimes they need an explanation. Sometimes you need to say, this may look seem fair, but actually um, at the moment we've got this uh, opportunity here uh, for this person. Yeah. So it's, it's explanation, it's encouragement, it's sometimes facing it straight up with people. It's, yeah. You know, as opposed to kind of what I've noticed some leaders do is they ignore it. Mm-hmm. So uh, it's almost like the unspoken about thing. Yes. And uh, I think that's where it gets very difficult. So when Jesus heard in the background that they were debating with each other who's the greatest it was like he actually faced them up and they were embarrassed actually but he put it it's like he got it in the open this is as it is yeah I suppose he didn't actually directly answer the question to say this is the pecking order but but gave them the principles of of what he was looking for yeah definitely and basically said you know you might be expecting something that's not actually you know you don't understand what you're even talking about actually Yeah. yeah I think, yeah, I think, I, he's also understanding that at some point the cross would be there. Yes. And actually, they would all find that difficult. Yes. So, when we're talking about this idea of creating space for leaders, now, sometimes there's space because new opportunities arise for things that nobody was doing before. A lot of the time, 
the space that we want someone to grow into is currently occupied by somebody else and there becomes like a bottleneck uh, in, in certain situations. How do you deal with kind of asking people to relinquish things that they had been doing in order to make space for others, both in terms of um, promoting them, but also maybe sometimes moving them sideways and expanding a team? Yeah, no, very good question because, uh, again, uh, when people have got roles, that, those roles be, can easily become their identity. And so you not only say to the, to the leader, can you just make some room now for someone else to come through, so, you know, which uh, sometimes is hard anyway, but you're also sometimes touching their identity, you know, well, who, who, who am I and am I not doing well enough? And, and so actually we need, I mean, first of all, you need a church that's growing yes. and you need to create, so you need to um, always create opportunities for lots of different people. Yes. So I'm saying to some people, you know, you've done this well, you've planted this church, you've done this congregation, you've yeah. uh, done this ministry. Uh, why not have a go at this one? Yeah. Give some space for someone to come through to where you're going. Again, it takes time. Yeah. And, uh, and sometimes you get a bit of pushback. On that, and sometimes people need time to kind of process it. And uh, I, I, again, I notice that uh, because it then becomes a pressure point, you know, it actually, you know, emotionally, it can be quite draining. Um, some people just give up and think, okay, <laughs> let's just leave the status quo. But fundamentally, if we are absolutely determined to bring in through new leaders, train new leaders, we yes. need to give them space. Yes, uh, to do that, and that just means creating it. Yeah. So a lot of the people who are listening to this will be in church planting contexts. This idea of giving space for new leaders—is this something we should be doing straight away, early on in church plants, or is there an argument for getting some stability first and? building around a few people until something's more established? What would you say that's, to that? That's a massive question. And, uh, because there's a lot of pros and cons to this. Um, so, first of all, often the first group of people you have uh, in a church band, uh, a lot of them actually are there because they see it as an opportunity because to minister and to, to, to actually be close to the main leader. Yes. So uh, you can overpromise at this point, mm-hmm. and then def- definitely under deliver because if that group then goes from to, from ten to fifty, as the new people come in, yeah. some of the people who you may have made space for said, "Come on, have a go at this, have a go at that." Suddenly, a year on, feel like, "Hey, where are we in all this?" I thought. Yeah. So I thought we were right in doing this. So I think there is a little bit of a trade-off, if that's the right word, of uh, making sure that we don't overpromise. Yeah. Um, and and uh, and, and uh, you know get too many people feeling like actually they're going to be the main leadership team for the next three or four years. Having said that, it is a great place to bring people through yeah. because there's lots of opportunities. Yeah. So I often get asked this question, um, and uh, so some people keep it very tight. Yeah. This is the team, and keep it like that, and that does bring stability. Everybody knows yes. what's happening um, and it's got a, good, a lot of strengths for that 
Um, some people actually go completely the opposite way. <laughs> they get completely open and nobody really knows where they fit. So I'm not giving you very clear answers. I guess there's, I think every situation is different. Every leader is different. I think we've got to use it as an opportunity to bring people through. Yes. But I think we've got to be just slightly careful of over-promising things yes. that we can't deliver in two years' time. Yes, no, I understand that. Um, let me just ask you about one more area of creating space for people. Um, it occurs to me that there are two different types of space. There's the kind of space that's already quite well developed. So I kind of think within civilization, something's been built to an extent already, and you're asking people to, to come and then take responsibility within that. And then there's the kind of space that's in the wilderness, like when the Israelites were going into the land, it's like, there's your space, but the first job you've got to do is clear it and take that land okay. for yourself and build something. How do these two types of space play into this would you normally be looking to bring people through into an established space or would you want to challenge them to carve out their own space some of the time um i think both (laughs) first of all so uh, for us at Christchurch Manchester because we're always starting new sites and uh, the way we start sites (laughs) is with two or three people so we're pioneering sites as opposed to a lot of multi-site churches which is carving off an established congregation we are pioneers that pioneering it gives us some great opportunities so you know we're in the city centre got a a couple of a girl and a a guy students and they're basically uh, helping us start a new site now so there's a that's a wilderness a new place we're actually helping them we're trying to support them we are giving so we're giving them some easy wins but they're also learning how to gather Um, so in a sense it's not just putting them out there on their own Mm -hmm. it's trying to give them some uh, place where they can actually grow and grow some people so and we've done that as you know time and time again um, in uh, CCM and virtually the most of our elders and leaders have actually come through that that rate because it's uh, uh, it's the way we are we're pioneers so and and part of that doing that is it's not asking them to carve the place out so much as we help them carve it out so we stand with them so you know we can have the idea so some people just are good at it if they've got an idea they've got a plan yeah so that's you know we've got another couple who've got uh, a site of 50 people now (laughs) we started uh, in a wine bar and uh, it was just it needed someone like myself to help carve out okay let's meet here I'll do the first two then just showing them what to do and then saying okay now you do it so um, yeah so that's uh, doing that okay so just then finally before we wrap this up you're talking about how you create space for leaders within your church or uh, whatever other organisation we might be talking about there, there comes a point then where you I presume want those leaders who you've raised up to start doing the same and creating space for other people to come through how do you teach this and kind of build this in so each generation of leaders that comes through is deliberate about creating space for 
for the next people who are coming after them. You know what? I think this is one of the hardest things, and uh, I've noticed that it's, it's that I'm reasonably, I think, gracious mm-hmm. with people in terms of, you know, I give, I, I, um, I don't, I don't try and put too many boundaries on them, I, and. Um, and uh, I'm, I'm, I'm helping them. What I notice is that, the, so, and what I see is people then grow, and actually they grow as much through things that are hard for them as easy. Mm-hmm. And so, uh, and most of the time, growth comes through the hard time. Yeah. So, now what happens is I've noticed that people then who have, it's, they're trying to make space for me. One of the first things they say is, I, it was hard for me. I'm not going to let someone else have to go through that problem. <laughs> and it's almost like the very thing that helped them grow, they are protective of other yes. people. And um, I've just noticed time and time again, it's a strange thing. And I've, so I have to kind of go. And, I, and sometimes it's harder work with those people yes, because they're almost tighter in the wrong sense of the word. Protective is a better word. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, um, and it is a hard thing because you don't want someone else to go through the pain that you've gone through. Yeah. But to be honest with you, um, it's the pain of actually week by week making it work. Yes. And the it's loneliness sometimes, etc. That actually helps you grow. Yeah. And so, um, so I think what I've learned over years and years now, it's just constant. So it's not like you set something up and it trickles down. Yeah. You've actually got to keep working generationally. Yes. Through it. Yes. Great. Well, well, thank you so much for your time and your insight uh, today, Colin. Is there anything uh, you'd like to share as a final thought on this idea of making space for leaders? Um, I just think it's just so important so um, and critical because um, that we need more leaders um, in, in the church and in, in church planting. And my theological persuasion is that God has given the gift of leadership to enough people yes um so it's not a lack of leadership gift in the church it's often it's a lack of opportunity and development for those so i think it's just crucial actually that we do this and get this right Well, we hope you enjoyed this episode. And just a reminder that you can find the full notes on everything that Colin had to say at www.thebroadcastnetwork.org slash episode 57. See you next time.